in the fall of my sophomore year, I decided to take a deaf studies course at Collins. Um, it proved to be one of my favorite courses um, so far in my college career. And one of the best things about this class um, was like the really amazing class discussions that we had almost every single class meeting. But also we had basically just an exceptional instructor named Leslie Train, who not only celebrated our curiosity about death, but also welcomed any questions we had along the way. I got to sit down with her a year since I left the class to talk more about the impact of the class and also talk a little bit about some of her personal views about teaching this sort of subject matter um, on a college campus. So, hello, Hi. Leslie. May I call you Leslie? Yes, you may. Please do. <laughs> First off, I would like to know um, what made you want to teach uh, this course, Death Studies? Um. I've been thinking about this question since you sent it to me, and I still don't have a super clear answer. So um, I've always been interested in kind of what we don't talk about or these taboos. So in undergrad, I think I mentioned to you once, I got a gender and women's studies degree along with an anthropology degree, and I focused on queer studies and queer politics because um, I grew up in a really small town where no one talked about being queer and you know, we definitely didn't talk politics that much, and, like, the mixture of two was totally out of control. So I think I was just interested in that because we didn't talk about it. And I think I fell into death very much the same way. Um, my parents didn't hide it from me. Like, I went to funerals and things like that, but it still wasn't, you know, a conversation we had very much. So I don't know. I just like talking about things we don't talk about. And so, yeah, I wanted to force people to sit in a room with me twice a week and talk about <laughs> these <laughs> topics with me. And I'm also very afraid of dying still. Um, so I'm, I guess it was kind of a self-invented therapy to make me talk about it. Well, like, I, I wanted to mention, actually, um, I'm actually really scared of dying, too. Oh, my God, it's going <laughs> to be the worst, Moni. <laughs> Nightmares, nightmares. Um, Like, that's actually also why I took the course. Um, I was really scared of dying, and I had, like, a lot of um, really bad dreams. And, like, a lot of them were about dying, actually, Mm -hmm. Um, and, like, not leaving anything behind and different things like that. Um, And so when I saw that this class was offered, um, well, weirdly, the person that was helping me make my schedule, like, an advisor, was like well, you don't have to take this course. You could take this other course. And I was like, actually, I to take <laughs> Who this. Who is that person? <laughs> I actually want to take this course. And she was like, oh, okay. Weirdo. But, like, she also gave me a weird thing, and I was like, is that weird to, like, want? I mean, yeah. it's on a solo. Um, actually, <laughs> not to brag, but to brag, it was the Collins course that filled up fastest. So I thought that was really interesting, yeah. that because I was worried that there would be so many people who would not want to talk about it that it wouldn't fill up. So I was yeah. actually kind of pumped that. Yep, yeah. like you're saying, people actually wanted to talk about this topic. Yeah, absolutely. And also kind of weirdly going around with that whole, like, um, knowing about our fear of death. I actually weirdly, like, when I first came in, I was really scared of you mm-hmm. because I thought that you weren't, <laughs> I thought that you weren't scared of death. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was, like, a really, like, I don't know, I feel like people who aren't scared of death and they're, like, somehow have, like, some sort of weird superpower where they, like, see everything that's going to happen and they're, like, okay with everything and they're, like, but they're just, like, at peace with everything, mm-hmm. and I'm definitely not that. Yeah. And then, like, when you were like, it's so scary to me, and I was like, oh, yeah. my God. And, like, like, I've gotten better, though. Like, oh. I used to have uh, anxiety attacks about it, and I would 
annoyingly call whoever I was dating at the time. I'd be like, oh my god, death is coming. (laughs) Stop, it's like 1am, go away. (laughs) Um, But I think taking so many courses about it and now teaching one has helped. Another thing I wanted to ask you was, um, was there anything about death that surprised you, um, even while teaching the course, or something that you found that you were like, Mm -hmm. oh, I didn't know about that, and you actually were surprised by just the information that you were finding in your research for the course? Well, there was a lot of stuff that you all brought up in your final projects that I didn't know about. Like like yours, I had never seen that show, and I didn't really know much about media analysis and things like that. Um, So... To have you guys do your own research was just interesting for me, uh, much better than reading papers off a prompt I gave you or something like that. Um, Another thing I was really intrigued to find, and I actually haven't, this is from a media outlet, so I haven't looked it up to see if it's 100% accurate or not, um, is that Caitlin Dowdy, that Order of the Good Death woman that I push on you guys so hard. (laughs) She, yeah, I think she has a really interesting blend of soft feminism and um yeah death studies but she was talking about how a lot of the kind of new movements in death studies so you know things like the green movement and you know at home uh, care for bodies things like that are led by women um and so that to me is super curious um like why why women would be getting into this kind of male-dominated field and doing it in such uh, new ways. Um, um, so my last question yeah. for this is, do you still feel like it's tabooed when you talk about death and mixed company, or do you feel more okay talking about it? Because people do ask you about it, I guess, because you kind of told me about that earlier. Yeah. Um, um, do you just feel more comfortable talking or just even generally bringing it up in conversation? I feel pretty comfortable bringing it up. And it's interesting because I feel like when I bring it up, of course, there's two responses. Some people just think it's weird and don't really want to talk about it. And they're kind of like, oh, that's a weird thing to teach a class on. Cool. But I feel like that's such a small minority. I feel like most people are like, oh, my gosh. And like, it's kind (laughs) of just like spilling out of them to talk about it. And yeah, that's been really intriguing because to me it just kind of signifies, oh wow, you don't get to talk about this very often. And it's just kind of like, you want to tell me about your grandparents' death and what you want done with your body and like, what do I think about cannibalism? And it's just like... Like what I just did during this interview. No, totally. But I mean, I do it too because it's something that you... Like a valve, like opens. Yeah, yeah. It's like, and, a, yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, it's something I think, whether people acknowledge it or not, that we're all interested in because it's going to happen to us. It's going to happen to everyone we love. And we don't know what's going to happen. So it's, you know, I mean, there's not a ton of mysteries left in the world. There, there is. That's me not understanding science well enough. But it's, you know, I think one of the biggest things where people are just like, what is going on? And, yeah, I think it's healthy to talk about. Um, so I actually really love bringing it up in company. I, the more I talk about it, the better, the more I feel comfortable with it. And I hope someday I'll be one of those weird people who are fine like, with it. and at peace. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm afraid because to me, in my head, death is like before you were born. Like there's no, there's just, you know, nothing. Like you can't even conceptualize how much nothing that is. And just 
I don't know, life is so much fun. It's so miserable at times, but it's so fun. And yeah, I can't imagine, like you're saying, just that static nothingness. Yeah. This is ending on a crazy depressing note. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say, I don't know if I wanted to end this right here, but it's a good ending, but at the same time. Um, I mean, it's probably fine. Oh, yeah. I mean, true. it's it's whatever it's going to happen is going to happen, and all we can do is try to best prepare for it, I guess. And also, on also a positive note, yeah, I think Harry Potter is how a lot of people um, learn about or possibly also experience or see experiences of death. Mm -hmm. um, I know for me it was definitely one of the first because when Sirius Black died I thought that I'd never be the same ever again. Spoiler. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's a spoiler. I feel like yeah, it's like written across my heart. Right. Yeah. I'm just like, uh, like I can't, even today. Dude, I cried. I think yeah, when Dumbledore died. Oh, don't even start like, with Dumbledore. Dude, when Dobby Fred? died, I oh was gone. I was like, I literally oh shut the book, God. put it away from me and I was like, well, I guess I'm never going to finish oh that book then. Bye. God. I just so I just reread the whole series. Aww. So when Gosh, I finished my master's exams, I was out. like, I'm doing this. And I forgot Dobby died. <laughs> and then they were <laughs> no. in they were in the Malfoy house and I was like, Oh my god, this is happening. <laughs> oh, Dobby. Oh. <laughs> That's a good a sad note. Wait a second. Let's bring it back. But the Harry Potter is how a lot of people <laughs> come to know death or um, yeah. see death or just have experiences of it and stuff like that. But I think one really great thing that Harry Potter teaches you, especially in the end, is um, that death is a thing that definitely happens. And I mean, even though these people do live in portraits and still can talk to them, it's not the same as when they were actually there. And right. They do have funerals and stuff like that. I think that's actually one of the first funerals that I've ever actually read was in mm -hmm. Harry Potter um, when oh. Dumbledore dies, actually. <laughs> I yeah, think that's the, the first one I ever read as a kid. Um, and I think it actually teaches you a lot, though, because I think even though the characters aren't always like, oh, man, Dumbledore said, ah, mm -hmm. too bad, you guys, yeah. next adventure. Like, it definitely, like, you know, takes them back a step. Right. I think it's a really important scene because it... Even though he died in a way that obviously people didn't want to die and stuff like that, and it was very upsetting and stuff like that, I think in a way because of how they dealt with it, it made them grow up a lot. Yeah. But it also made them aware of and gave them incentive to live more yeah. because of it. And I think it actually, like in the end, really taught them a valuable lesson. Right. Yeah, I think death can give you a lot of knowledge and definitely appreciation of people in maybe a way you haven't before. With that one nice there, we're gonna oh, yeah, end this. So, <laughs> thank you, Leslie. Of course, thank you so much. Yeah. Anytime you want to talk about death, just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> For American Student Radio in Bloomington, I'm Noni.